the Bitterfly Podcast. Knowledge is food, bitches. Eat up. Welcome to the pilot of Bitterfly Podcast. I'm super excited today. My first guest is a sugar baby, and she'd like to remain anonymous, so we're going to change her name, change her voice, and call her Karen. How are you, Karen? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Super excited to talk about this, and glad I'm staying anonymous. (laughs) Here's why she's staying anonymous, everyone. We're going to talk about seeking arrangement. Um, Karen, can you explain to the folks who might have never heard uh, what seeking arrangement is and why people use it? Yes, so Seeking Arrangement is basically an online platform, kind of like a dating website, but this specific website focuses on arrangements, usually between a sugar daddy and a sugar baby. So you can actually find a sugar mama on there too, but most commonly it's going to be an older wealthy man who's looking for um, a sugar baby. So this website kind of helps facilitate that. And I would say it's probably the most common sugar baby website and probably the most sophisticated have you tried other websites or is this your main your main I use? made an account on another one. I don't know if it was like findasugarbaby.com or something. I forget what it was called, but just like the UI and the way you use the website was a lot more cheesy, I would say, than Seeking Arrangement. <laughs> so I definitely would recommend that one. I, that one's definitely the most popular. Okay. So what led you to going on and making a sugar baby profile. I assume you're not a sugar daddy, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Um, I made my profile back when I was in college, and I made it just because I've always been a big flirt, so I figured like I could absolutely do this. This wouldn't be a big deal, and because I was working, but I definitely needed more money, um, and also like a huge goal of mine is to eventually be financially free and my parents were not that like financially savvy growing up so obviously I wanted to kind of also use this website to learn from people who are financially savvy and who are obviously really wealthy um, and also kind of find a mentor so for me it was both like the mentorship aspect and like the financial gain. Okay so I know that a lot of people generally think the site is for sex uh, but you just mentioned you were looking for like a financial mentor or a, a professional mentor in some capacity have you found that? Yeah, I would definitely say majority of the people on there are looking for sex and majority of the women or girls on there literally just need like help paying their rent. So okay. it's definitely like a bunch of different types of people. But yeah, you can absolutely find a mentor and some guys are willing to provide that for you and do want to, but then some guys on there definitely just want the sex. So you do have to kind of pick and choose and weed out what you're looking for. Hmm. Seems like an interesting kind of like amusement park online for like all kinds of <laughs> Yeah, honestly, people. it's fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you learn to pick through profiles? Do you remember the first conversation you had on Seeking Arrangement? Yeah, I don't specifically remember my first conversation because quite honestly, you talk to a bunch of different people. Um, but you just have to like really keep in mind like what you're looking for make sure you're reading profiles thoroughly just basically using your sense of judgment I feel like a lot of girls go on there and they just really want money and they're looking past a lot of red flags but you just really have to like 
really read the profile and make sure you know what you're looking for, be able to identify fakes, um, because there's a lot of scammers on there too. So for example, like I remember when I first started, I would have someone reach out to me being like, oh, I'd love to spoil you, like give me your bank account information. I'll, like, deposit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it happens a lot. And so obviously don't ever fucking do that. But I think a lot of girls on there are very naive and just want money and don't understand like you have to put yourself in basically the man's shoes. Like, why would I give this girl I've never met money? So if that's happening to you, like, you just need to be smart about it. So for people who have never been on Seeking Arrangement, when you go on as a sugar baby and you're mm-hmm. looking at sugar daddy profiles, what kind of information does do they share about themselves? Yeah, so you basically can give a little bio about, like, who you are and what your interests are. And then there's another section for a bio about what you're looking for. Um, in an arrangement and then there's also like you can provide your height your body type so like a date a regular dating profile right except for this one will include your net worth and your annual income and your occupation whoa okay yeah would you say that most people post photos of themselves or or is that like a privacy thing like yeah so you can pick one photo and then you can make the rest of your photos private so you basically have to request access to view those so a lot of sugar daddies will post like a photo with their eyes blocked out for um like security purposes or they'll post just a body shot you have the douchebags that post like their (laughs) naked bodies like the top half or whatever dick pics (laughs) yeah you have to be careful but yeah a lot of people are very like private on there too okay and then on the flip side like what have you put on your profile yeah so it's pretty much the same thing I obviously don't have to list my annual income or anything like that but I I post like what I'm looking for and then a blurb about myself so it's pretty much the same thing just without that piece okay and do you include a photo of your face so it's completely up to you I my first picture is like a picture of my body with like my um camera like hiding my face nice gotta get them interested I see yeah the rest (laughs) of my photos are gonna be pictures of like my face but I put those on private so someone has to request access for me to view those okay that seems like a little bit safer to do yeah you do have to keep in mind though like you are competing against a bunch of other sugar babies there's way more sugar babies out there than there are sugar daddies so if you choose not to include your face in it like you do probably have to taken a fact that you might not get as many responses because other women will Mm. have their faces on there so you have to be very strategic about it for sure do you have access to other sugar babies like are you allowed to see your competition through the site if you set your preferences to like i'm interested in men and women then i feel like you would see sugar mamas but i have one of my sugar daddies let me get on his account and look at all of the girls on there it's like when your guy friends show you their tinder and you're like oh my god this is what other girls profiles look like yeah so i was able to see a bunch and wow there's a lot kind of see how you like stack up exactly Mm, and so like what would you say if you were generalizing the sugar babies you saw do they all seem to be the same age do they all seem to be the same race like what yeah, they're all there's, different there's a lot of different types of girls on there and I'm saying girls because there's a lot of younger girls on there I'd say there's also like some women I would say people around like 21 and older but there's you can tell that there's a lot of girls out there that are very naive that just want their rent paid for or who oh. are fine being an escort so there's a lot for sure and a lot of girls are very carefree about posting their face their name things like that so you have to be careful 
Okay. Yeah. One thing I've heard is that if you are going to have a sugar baby profile, maybe you told me this in the past, that you shouldn't use a photo that you have on any other social media. Why is that? Yeah. You definitely don't want to include any other pictures you have on your Facebook, Instagram, whatever it may be, because... And this is just coming from, like, a security perspective. You just want to assume that, like, anyone could, like, steal your identity or something like that. So a sugar daddy could reverse image search your picture and find out your information. And I, this hasn't happened to me, but I have read online that, like, sugar daddies have, like, blackmailed girls or, like, found out personal information. So you just want to be, like, very, very careful. Because, again, it's the internet. You don't know who you're talking to. So... That is very sketchy. I feel yeah. like we kind of talked about, like, the scary parts right. of sugar babying. We can come back to, like, I'm going to ask you about tips later for people who actually want to do this or, you know, at least try to dip their toe in the pool. But let's get on to, like, the exciting stuff. Like, what kinds of things have you gotten to do through being a sugar baby? Maybe just, like, list, like, some, like, vacations, like, fun experiences. Have you gotten any cool gifts out of this? Yeah, I mean, you can pretty much get whatever you want out of it. So it depends on what you're looking for. So I've gotten like a fully paid trip to Mexico. I've gotten tons of different gifts. You obviously get money. I've gotten just like general career advice or like financial advice. Um, You can pretty much get whatever you want out of it if you're strategic. Okay, so that sounds amazing. Um, Like, it kind of sounds like something that maybe everyone should try at one point. I can get anything I want. Oh, my gosh. Um, how do you negotiate, though? Like, maybe take us through, um, say, let's simulate. You meet someone online, and they seem fine. Like, they seem like a cool person. They offer you some life advice. Like, what are your next steps to meeting that person? What do you need to find out from them? Yeah, I usually find out, like, what they're looking for. So, like, are you looking for a mentor? Are you looking for an escort? Are you looking for a sugar baby? Because I would say there is definitely a difference between being an escort and a sugar baby. An escort is basically obviously someone that comes over, you have sex, you get paid, you leave. A sugar baby is more of an actual arrangement or like a relationship. Um, So you're obviously, I would still say you're getting paid to probably do sexual favors, but you do have more of that relationship piece. So I definitely ask for like what they're looking for. Um, A lot of guys want to do what's called pay per meet. And that's pretty much, I would say, an escort service, depending on the type of relationship you have. The PPM situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I make sure I find out like, what do they want from me? What are they looking for? Have they have a have they had a sugar baby in the past and if they have that's a really great way to segue into negotiations and be like okay what was the structure of that relationship and if that sounds good you can be like okay then I want to continue that um you just have to remember that like you have a voice and you need to demand what you want because a lot of girls on the site guys have taken advantage of so you really have to like put your foot down it sounds like salary negotiations when you're getting a new job <laughs> and you're yeah. like, well, should I just be grateful for whatever they offer me or should I like smash this glass ceiling and ask for more? Yeah, definitely. And that's why I would say personally, like being a sugar baby is not for everyone. I think girls really like the idea of like, oh, I get paid and I get all these nice things. But if you don't have a backbone and you don't know how to like stand your ground with people who are older than you. I really wouldn't recommend it because it's super easy to get taken advantage of. Have you been taken advantage of before? Like when you when you were like new to this experience, do you have a story there? 
Yeah, I've never been like, I wouldn't say taken advantage of, but like a story I can share later on, like there's definitely guys who really like that power and control piece of like mm. being a man of power, having money. I mean, when you have money. They have a young, and, hot, little sugar you, baby. Yeah, you can literally <laughs> make them do whatever you want. And a lot of girls are very naive. So I have read stories of girls like demanding this amount of money and a guy being like, yeah, sure, of course. And then they have sex. They don't get paid. They didn't ask for the money up front. They didn't create, like, trust or secure arrangement. Mm. And then they're kind of, like, shit out of luck. So you just have to be careful. Wow. That's, yeah. That would be such a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe ask for half up front, or do you always ask for all of it up front? I always ask for all of it up front. It depends on, like, the nature of your relationship. I think also, like, a huge factor of being a good sugar baby is being able to read people and creating trust. So all of my sugar daddies, once I get to know them, like, I don't ask for the money up front. Usually they'll just give it to me at the end or whatever it may be because we trust each other and I know that they're not going to fuck me over. But that only comes with time, and I feel like being able to adequately, like, read people. So starting out, you always get paid up front. Yeah, I would highly recommend that. Okay. That sounds smarter than the alternative, like hoping that, you know, someone's going to pay you afterwards. Yeah. Um, What kind of interactions do you have on like your first date? You know, like if you've decided that this person sounds legitimate right. and you trust them enough, like, okay, fine, I'll go out to dinner with you. Like, do you get paid on that first time when you go out to dinner? Yeah, definitely. I don't recommend it. There's a lot of girls out there that when they get asked on a date, they'll be like, okay, I need money up front before I go on that date. But you have to think about it from a man's perspective. Like, even if you have a fuck ton of money, why on earth would he give you money before ever even meeting you? Like, you have to put yourself in the Oh, guy's they're shoes. asking for money, like, when they're still in, like, the texting phase? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and I'm sure some guys would be willing to, but in my experience, like, I always say just go on the date first. I mean, if you have to pay for your parking or something, like, you can definitely ask for that, and I'm sure that they'll pay for that. Obviously, the guy's going to pay for the date first, but I find, like, the strategy that works the best is just to like not expect anything on that first date. Don't put out on that first date. It's simply just getting to know that person. Like definitely putting on all your moves to make sure that they like you. <laughs> talking about as what you want. As sexy as possible. <laughs> Absolutely. Because you're kind of acting in a way. Like I understand that you want money from this guy. But you have to make them really like you and get them wrapped around your finger. Because until then you're wrapped around their finger pretty much. Mm. They have all the control. So it's like a job interview. It's like a first really date is. job interview yeah. for a job that you, like, think you want, but you're, like, not even sure if you want exactly. it. Because yeah. he's probably putting on an act, too, right? Right. To, like, get you enticed as well. And if he doesn't like you, there's a bajillion other sugar babies. He can just go down the line. So. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like a frat boy grown up, like, yeah. looking at a shit ton of sorority girls. Okay. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Lots to think about. So once you're at that first date, say you deem this guy interest, interesting enough, mm -hmm. how will you leave it? Like, will you say something like, okay, I didn't ask for money this time, mm -hmm. but next time I want this? Or how do you negotiate um, from a place of strength, but also, you know, you have to be like soft and sensual because you want them to want you? Right. Yeah. The best place to negotiate is definitely when you're in that spot where you kind of have the upper hand. And for me, that sweet spot is definitely after that first date when they're clearly interested in you and you. And they're like, asking you to hang out again. Exactly. And then you can be like, yeah, I would love to. Let's define the nature of this relationship. And so then that's when you can kind of ask for what you want. But you have to be careful because a lot of guys on that website, too, 
even though it's freaking called Seeking Arrangements, <laughs> they just assume that it's just a regular dating website. And so that's oh. why you have to be careful. And usually there's like hints on their profile being like, I'm not looking for a paper me or don't ask me to financially support you. There'll be like keywords on there that you need to avoid for sure. So there are guys who... Yeah. Think that seeking arrangement is regular dating? Absolutely. They think that it's regular dating. They'll just like pay for pretty much all of the dates. Oh. But they But that's like a standard, you know, chivalrous situation where like guys just pay for dates, right? But they yeah. don't they don't expect to give you anything more than that. Exactly. Have you run into that before? Oh, I've seen a lot of profiles that are like that. A lot of people will be like, do not ask me for money before the first date because a lot of girls do that. So that's mm-hmm. like a common thing where I would continue to read into that profile or message that person. Um, but there's a lot of guys that will literally be like, yeah, I'm not here for like the classic sugar baby relationships. So <laughs> why you want to seek arrangement, bro? You know what this is, you know? Oh, I've seen a lot of guys, too, that are literally, like, 18 to 24 who put, like, their income at, like, 60,000. And I'm like, (laughs) what are you doing? Like, bro, I make more than you. (laughs) Straight up. Yeah, so. Okay, wow. So, I guess let's jump into, like, what kind of guys are on Seeking Arrangement. You said, like, these young dudes who think that, like, dating is just regular dating is happening Mm -hmm. on this site. Do you encounter, like douchebags have you ever met a nice guy do you meet married guys like is this a site for cheating on on their wives um yeah literally all the above yeah okay (laughs) I've seen like literally 18 year olds on there that you're clearly like what the but they're signed up to be a sugar daddy absolutely (laughs) yeah I think guys are like really fascinated by that power and control narrative Mm. and obviously starting off like the guy is in power especially with how many sugar babies there are so a lot of guys will lie that's what I'm saying like I don't think just anyone can be a sugar baby you have to have a critical eye and be really like intentional about it but yeah there's definitely like 65 year old really nasty looking guys on there Mm. and all of them in their profiles too will be like just like looking for like that female connection or I want to have fun with a sexy hot young baby like it gets pretty (laughs) cringy to be honest like some usernames will be like old daddy looking for young sexy sugar baby like it gets pretty gross to be honest so you have to pick and choose the cool thing though as a woman on there is you have the power to look through those profiles like I don't have to be a sugar baby that only dates 65 year old old ass guys you know I can I've met like one of my sugar daddies was like a 30 year old guy from Amazon that him and I actually like had a general connection and I actually really enjoyed and learned a ton from him and we're still friends so you can you can really pick and choose what you want out of it too Mm. Mm -hmm. okay so depending on the guy does that kind of decide what kind of arrangement you're looking for yeah definitely okay have you ever had a married sugar daddy I have not but I would totally be open to it why is that again looking at it from more of like a critical standpoint a married sugar daddy you might have slightly a little bit of the upper hand because they have a little bit more loose a little bit more to lose in the relationship Uh, yes but it's up to your own personal opinion like maybe I'm just a whore and I don't care but there's (laughs) definitely if you have your own principles where you would never breach that type of relationship you don't have to on the guy's profile there's a section that says like what is your current status relationship status so you can put single guys will put married but looking or like divorced or anything like that okay and so like where does that fall in the guilt spectrum for you 
just in terms of like if a married guy wanted to be your sugar daddy it seems like you would have less responsibility there right because he he has someone taking care of him in a few ways that you wouldn't have to see him very often or yeah and to that point yeah absolutely like you you don't have to worry about a lot of it like they just clearly are not getting enough from their wife or they find this situation pretty sexy but with that saying like majority of the guys on this site looking at like the actually successful ones, I'm not talking about the younger guys that are on there just for shits and giggles. They usually are still single because they've had such a successful life being devoted to their business or they work literally Mm. 80 hours a week. And so they can't have a regular relationship. So that's usually why they're on that site. They have extra money to give. They haven't been able to found a regular woman and they know that they can get a hotter girl on this site without having any of the classic relationship drama. They don't have to text you all the time. They don't really care if you're being monogamous. Some of them do, obviously. But the main ideal of having a sugar baby is you have extra money to spend you get a fuck hot younger girls you get a skip to the sex and you don't have time in your personal life for like a natural organic relationship to exactly so it's a lot of perks for guys and i think that's why a lot of guys do it but with that being said like that is also a bonus for sugar baby is typically your sugar daddy won't need too much from you obviously that depends on what they're looking for but these guys are extremely busy with work they so, can be CEOs or own multiple businesses. Like ooh, they're, sexy. Yeah, they're very busy. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned that sometimes guys sounded like they can be kind of controlling um, if they're your sugar daddy. Like, tell us more about that. Has anyone ever tried to say, you know, Karen, you are not allowed to see anyone else as long as I'm giving you money? Yeah, that's definitely something that you figure out with your sugar daddy and like you'll have those conversations. But yeah, just like a regular relationship, there's some sugar daddies that only want you to be seeing them. And so if that's the case, you can usually negotiate a little bit more money because you're only seeing one sugar Mm. daddy. So you can use that to your advantage. Putting all your eggs in a basket. So it's going to have to be a more expensive basket. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And so have you ever, and that just seems weird to me because wouldn't you, if you're a sugar daddy on a sugar baby website, it's mm-hmm. easy to assume that most people have had sugar daddies before. So it seems like someone who's extremely jealous wouldn't be prone to being a sugar daddy. No, Why definitely, is- definitely not. I mean, you have to think about it as like, a guy is in so much control here. Like they have the money, they can get whatever type of girl they want. They're used to getting whatever they want in life. Like when you meet a sugar daddy, typically the whole conversation will be about them and their accomplishments. Ah. So they can be very, very controlling for sure. Because they know they have the upper hand. Like you're clearly not as successful. You need them. You need their money. You've been around less. You have less experience. I mean, with money, you can pretty much have whatever you want. And usually really successful in their business. Like they're not just like your average Joe. So they definitely want that control sounds kind of like interesting that you as a sugar baby would be willing to give up like a regular dating life how do you balance like a regular dating life and your sugar daddies yeah I mean it's definitely difficult I know whenever I've got a boyfriend like I've just stopped seeing my sugar daddies because obviously that you just explain to them like I have an actual boyfriend now like we're gonna have to put this on hold kind of thing yeah like exactly if... or I just like don't say anything and we just don't hang out for a while you do like, the ghost okay yeah, I mean not ghost it's just like with my sugar daddies I don't have to see them on a regular basis it's just basically like whenever we kind of want to so I have that control but with certain sugar baby sugar daddy relationships like it will be on a constant basis like one to two times per month so yeah realistically you couldn't have a dating life 
like, however, some girls will view it just as work. And so they still might have a boyfriend. Like, that's kind of up to your own personal name. It's like when you're dating a stripper, you know? Exactly. You're you're dating a sugar baby, and she has her daddy. And it's got to be weird for, like, a regular dude who's, like, dating you. (laughs) But he just doesn't have as much money. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, like, that third-year-old that I mentioned. um, Oh, my God. Let's call him Steve. Tell us about Steve. Yeah, Steve. So when we hung out, he obviously knew I was a sugar baby. And I was kind of interested in actually pursuing, like, a real relationship with him. You liked this guy. I ended up liking him, yeah, and he liked me. I wasn't, like, fully sold on it, but he straight up, like, we had a conversation where he was like, yeah, you can still be a sugar baby if we're dating. Some guys find that kind of hot, so it it depends. We obviously never ended up actually dating, but we're still friends. He, like, moved away, but... Yeah, so it really just depends on the relationship. Oh my gosh, if he didn't move away, would he be your boo? Your sugar-turned-boo? I don't officially know that. He was kind of controlling, too. Oh. So, I don't know. So, what was your... You met Steve. Like, obviously, he's young. He's not, like, a super old, like, kind of, like, gross, you know, grandpa vibe. Attractive. Attractive. You said he worked at Amazon. Mm -hmm. Why was he on... Seeking arrangement. Yeah, I think, again, like, a single guy in their 30s, obviously very successful career. Like, why not try it out? Again, he's really busy. Maybe he doesn't want to have a regular girlfriend where you have to do, like, a first date, get to know them, wait to have sex. Like, all that bullshit gets skipped on this platform pretty much. So Mm -hmm. a lot of guys are really attracted to that. Um, You can get a lot more girls if you have the money to spare. Like, why not? I think a lot of people are interested in that dynamic of it, and that's why a lot of guys try it out. So what was your deal? Let's get to the nitty gritty. What was your arrangement with Steve? Yeah. So with younger guys, there's also kind of like a third category called like the spoiled girlfriend. So with that category, like you have to be very strategic with your relationship. So with Steve and I, we went on really extravagant dates. If we're ever on a date, like he would take me shopping, like within reason. It's not like I'm Ooh. going to Louis Vuitton or anything. Like <laughs> I wish, but no, like he would take me to Leavenworth. Like we got a really nice hotel. Like he would give me lots of career advice. Like we would just hang out basically like a normal relationship. It was really nice. So like I could say whatever dinner I wanted to go to. Like you just get exposure to a lot of things you wouldn't be able to experience normally but you have kind of like that normal relationship which is probably why I kind of started to catch feelings for him and vice versa because did it feel like a sugar baby ship or did it feel more like an actual relationship it feels more like an actual relationship and that's what's kind of cool about the site is like depending on what you're looking for you can kind of find that I think there's like a stigma of like oh you're a sugar baby you only fuck old dudes for money but it's, it's yeah not... you're just gonna get treated like shit and exactly. pick up the like pick up some money in an envelope kind yeah. of thing yeah okay. you can make it whatever you want and in that way it's cool that you do have the power in that regard so how long did you see Steve for um probably on and off for at least like a year and a half to maybe two years like I didn't see him consistently because I was still in college at that time but yeah whenever I was like back home you would hang out or whatever things like that so the cool thing about that site too is like you can like come in and out of relationships if you guys just stay connected it's not like a, a real relationship where you have to like be committed to that person all the time. Were you his first sugar baby or I mean he was pretty young so how many sugar babies had Steve had before? 
Yeah, honestly, I don't know. I think he was pretty new to that site. I think uh, I might have been one of like the first couple girls. Oh, he was he still sweet. He hadn't been turned bitter by life yet. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, tell us about your most successful arrangement. Like how many have you had total? How many have been like short, meh, and how many were like amazing? Like you still keep in contact? Yeah, know? I've probably had like two real like long ones that I would say were pretty successful I mean I've definitely like had a couple shorter ones where you just meet a couple times and you're not feeling it um it really it also just depends on like what you have time for because these relationships take time and like finding a sugar daddy takes time you have to weed through like a lot of idiots and a lot of like weird guys because <laughs> you obviously want to find someone that like you don't obviously have to like them but that you can tell it helps them. if you like them it sounds like yeah or if you can like connect with them so that really helps but probably my most successful one I've had for like we're going on five years now and <gasps> oh my gosh what's his name what are we gonna call him bill yeah let's call him bill all right yeah bill. tell us about bill yeah so bill five years yeah karen oh my god yeah. but the thing is like that's what's cool about it is like we can go like six months without ever talking oh, or like maybe okay. he'll snap me pictures here and there I'll usually get pictures of, like, some extravagant vacations he's been going on because guys like that love to brag and love to show off. Mm, mm -hmm. um, but then I can just hit him up if I'm in town or whatever and be like, hey, do you want to meet up? And we'll go out to dinner, usually obviously back to his place, and I'll leave with 500 bucks. So Wow. Okay, wait. Bad. Let's – hold on. Let's jump into that. $500 every time you see him? Yeah. Did Was that his suggestion or yours when you guys started your arrangement? Yeah, that was mine. Has it grown? Like, are you getting, like, promotions and raises? Or, like, has it been $500 PPM for five years? Um, Just $500 PPM because we don't meet all that often. But as we've gotten to know each other, like, he's the guy I went to Mexico with. I get gifts if I want, like, for my birthday or Christmas. Oh, my gosh. You negotiated so. birthday gifts? That's genius. Yeah, it just depends on the guy. I mean, there's been years where we haven't talked for a while. So, like, I haven't gone long because I'm not just going to randomly be like, hey, it's time for my birthday gift. I haven't seen you in six months. Because <laughs> you really have to think about it. You're still – he's still a person. He's not exactly. just, a, like, a piggy bank. I get and it. if you make them feel like that, they literally can just stop talking to you. And same mm. with you. Like, you can stop talking to them. So, you do have to treat the relationship with respect and be – be reasonable about it because I feel like also like the media and like wherever you've heard about sugar maybe sugar to daddies it can be dramatized or like you think that oh I want this I want this they'll give it to you but mm -hmm. you really have to understand that like if you had a fuck ton of money and someone texts you like hey I want this I want this and it's like a five thousand dollar Chanel bag it's very like, attractive would you give it to them like probably not you need to like no I would definitely need sex in return that too <laughs> but like even sex for a five thousand dollar bag like I'm Ooh, sure those I would need a lot of sex to give someone yeah. five thousand dollars for a and bag I'm not saying that those relationships are not out there I'm just saying that majority of them are most likely not like that because they're still dealing with like people that have exactly. feelings so Bill is Bill like like how old is Bill why is is Bill single or is Bill married no Bill single Okay. Yeah, Why I is think... Bill single? Does he just love being a sugar daddy and like he doesn't have, you know, like like you said earlier, he's right. just so busy with his career. He does not have time for like an actual relationship. Yeah, like he runs his own business. He's in real estate, so he just hasn't had time for one and I just don't think he's found the right person. 
And I think like guys and girls for the same, like you kind of have a window of where you're going to meet someone. And like if your life and your career is kind of taking over that, I don't know, like I think when you get older, like it's kind of hard to meet people and like people are probably divorced or whatever. And usually rich guys are picky. So Mm. yeah, he just like hasn't had that. And I know after talking with Bill and like getting to know him obviously for five years, that is something that he would want. But I just think that he hasn't found that. And so why not have a sugar baby? Like you get a hookup with younger hot girls and you have extra money to spare. So like it's a good thing for him, obviously. Oh, like, it why sounds not do it? mutually beneficial. I mean, you Absolutely. get birthday gifts and go to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about your trip to Mexico? Like did he just say like, Karen, I come with me this weekend. We're leaving tomorrow or like what was the situation? Yeah, I was literally at work and like we had talked about going on a trip for a while and he was like, hey do you want to go to Mexico this weekend maybe that's like four days and I was like oh my god <laughs> are we flying first class what if you said no okay. <laughs> well unfortunately since it was the last minute we only got first class for a couple of the flights because we had to do a connecting flight mm. but yeah I literally was just like sure I'll take like one day off of work I worked for one day oh and god, we literally swag. went to Mexico yeah what did you do while you were there um, yeah, it was a super nice resort. We The shitty thing about going is, like, you do have to hang out with him for the weekend. <laughs> like, all four days. <laughs> I mean, like, you'd go to dinner together. We'd hang out by the pool. I would bring a book. I would read. It wasn't, like, that much work. And since I've known him for five years, like, I'm really comfortable with him. Mm. But, yeah, you get really nice steak dinners. Like, anything I wanted souvenir-wise, he'd buy for me. Like, it was fun. Obviously, while you're there, I was like, damn, I wish I was here with my friends. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's a free trip. To Your Mexico. friends can't buy you all those gifts, though, you know? Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. And like flying first class, I've never done that before. So that was a super cool experience. So maybe like, sorry to get raunch here, but does $500 mean like sex one time? Yeah, sometimes. Like paper meat or like is it like however many times he wants to or is it like once per day? Like do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's usually just like once or sometimes just giving head. It's just until you make him come pretty much. $500 below job. Oh my God. Especially if you're only there for like maybe an hour. Like it's not bad. $500 an hour. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Like. Okay, that's like a fifth of what my therapist makes, you know, and I, I'm yeah. always like, damn, girl, you're raking it in hourly. And it's <laughs> usually easy work. <laughs> ah, because they're old. <laughs> I mean, like, he's not that old. I think he's like 40-something. Oh, okay, I was but... imagining like a 65-year-old. Yeah, no. Like I said, you can pick and choose. Okay, would you, yeah. just side note, would you ever do a 65-year-old? What if they were like a grandpa I'd like to fuck, like a gilf? Highly doubt it. Okay. Yeah, depending on the money. (laughs) (laughs) $1,000 per meet, what do you say? Still probably doubt it. It would have to be more. I mean, you have to think about it like, I mean, I'm probably not attracted to him, I would say, to to Bill. Bill. But like 65, dude, I don't know. That's like. That's really pushing it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're way too beautiful, Especially like, I feel like if you are younger in life and like you need your fucking rent money paid for, sure. But since like I would say I'm successful for myself, I don't need it necessarily. Mm -hmm. I can be more picky choosy. Mm, Okay. So, Bill, did you guys sleep in the same hotel room or like did he offer you to have like, you know, your own bed or is is it kind of like I'm taking you on vacation so you're going to like play the role of my girlfriend? 
Yeah, see, I definitely thought that it would be more play the role as your girlfriend, but I didn't have to at all, which was super nice. Like, we didn't have to hold hands. I think we maybe kissed, like, one time in public, but every day we got, like, couples massages, like, pedicure, manicure. Yeah, so that part was all nice. And it's like you're in a place where you're never going to see anyone again, so Mm. it doesn't really matter. But, yeah, surprisingly, I didn't really have to play the role of girlfriend at all. It was more kind of like we are friends. That's awesome. Like, sounds kind of safe, too. Like, yeah, well, especially since, like, I've known him for five years, I felt comfortable going on a trip with him. Mm-hmm. There's definitely, I've read about way sketchier stories. Like, you should be safe about it for sure. Um, but as long as you trust him and things like that, it was totally fine. Have you guys been on any other trips together? Like, are you currently seeing each other now, you and Bill? I haven't seen Bill in a while. But, yeah, I mean, at any point I could hit him up. And we would hang out. I know he wants to take me to Belize. He bought a place. Oh my god, Karen! (laughs) Yeah, so I would be down for that at some point. You have to go. I mean, with COVID right now. Oh, you're right. You're right. Pandemics are keeping us at home. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, is would you call that? Would you call Bill your most successful arrangement? It seems like it's pretty successful, like five yeah, years. Yeah, I would say steady. so for sure. Going yeah. steady in the sugar baby realm. Yeah. Um, tell us about your weirdest experience that you've had on the site. Yeah, I've had like a couple that I feel like are notable. I've been doing it for a while <laughs> where like I don't know if I remember all of them, but probably the most weird. How long have you been doing this? I do it on and off. So I wouldn't say I've been doing it consecutively, but probably for like six years now. Okay. But like I said, I've been off it for probably like a year and a half, like not on the site at all. I maybe will still hit a bill here and there, but I haven't been actively on it. You can pick and choose when you want to go on it. Okay. Yeah. So you're seasoned. So you've been, you probably had a number (laughs) of weird experiences, right? It's not like I've met up with a ton of people, but yeah, like I've definitely had some weird ones for sure. I would say my like most weird one was I met up with this guy who said he was a really high level Amazon exec. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We went to like this nicer restaurant, but Loki's still kind of weird. And he showed up in like sweat, not sweatpants, (laughs) but like he didn't look nice. He was trying to play it cool. Yeah, like, he looks just, like, not put together, a little bit grimy. And that's, Mm. like, not normally what you'd see from this site because, like, these guys are polished. They're executives usually or CEOs. So they usually dress the part of of what you'd expect a sugar daddy to look like. Absolutely. This guy did not. (laughs) This guy was a bum. (laughs) He was. And, like, for being, like, a high-level Amazon exec, like, obviously Amazon's a tech company. Like, you don't have to really, like, look that nice. But for being a high-level in quotations exec, like, I would assume he would look different. But I was like, okay, whatever. And then he explained to me on the date that he looked like that because he didn't want to get recognized by anyone, which, again, was, like, slightly a red flag because, like – Bro, you're in Seattle, like Amazon's everywhere. You're from Seattle, we're in Seattle, like how are you trying to play, how how are you trying to be discreet right now? Yeah, yeah, plus like no one's gonna know, like I don't know, it was just kind of weird. And anyway, he like go on to tell me about his extravagant life, which like is not normally out of the blue, but like it was just like extravagant thing after extravagant thing. Can you remember any like details? I know, I'm trying to think because sometimes I just tune out and, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <I'm> smile and <laughs> nod. Yeah, exactly. But, like, 
just saying like how successful he was and like that he was friends with Jeff Bezos and that like he's hung out with him and like just shit that I'm like mm, okay like okay, whatever cool, dude but Jeff Bezos is kind of a dick right like well and like really you're friends with Jeff Bezos like <laughs> sure. and you're dressed like this I don't know and then like I mentioned that my favorite car was this kind of car I'm not gonna say it because it could give a Giveaway oh yeah, Karen. Anyway, keep it, keep it anon. For and sure. he was like, "Oh yeah, no, I actually I have that car. Like that's my daily driver." And there's just like some things in my head. I'm like, "Okay, this is literally not adding up." And then we proceed to like talk about like finances and stuff. And he tells me that like he actually has no money right now because oh. he went like his wife. I'm pretty sure had died, and so he literally like his finances were locked up in like some like lawyer feud or something. Huh. And he was like, "I'll get my finances." is back in like three months and we'll be really wealthy again but right now we're not and it's just I was just like dude I think you're literally a low-life loser <laughs> trying to play the part of like some cool guy and it's so just... did you you don't get money on the first date generally because you're yeah. like a good decent person so was this just a waste of your time energy absolutely. like yeah I left literally being like dude you think I fucking believe this like absolutely not but the thing is like you have to be smart about it like when shit isn't adding up you have to critically think about it if you were like some dumb girl like you might believe all that you'd be like, like okay honey like next time yeah. pay me and he might never pay you a dime is that what yeah. you mean well and it's like come on like he doesn't have any money right now and he had kids too so I'm like how are you not like like shit just was not making sense and he looks like a bum, so that probably didn't help. And he looked like help. a bum, and I'm pretty sure when he pulled out his wallet, like his wallet was falling apart. <clears throat> it's just like nothing, nothing made sense at all. Mm, well, good thing like he didn't fall for that. Do you yeah. think he would have fallen for that like a few years ago, or was it very obvious like this guy's a no red flag? Like Fifty Shades of Red Flags were done. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have fallen for it because like now that we're talking about it too. I'm pretty sure he even like said that he owned some like diamond milling company and that he could give me diamond like it, it was just weird it was just really fucking weird crazy details are just flying yeah. out of this guy's mouth yeah um so is that your weirdest experience or I know you said there you used reverse image search one time yeah tell us about that experience yeah so I feel like the thing is about this website and when you meet people online is you have to remember that they could be making up anything just like that guy like you can literally say and be whoever you want to be so I remember talking to this guy and him and I really connected like he wanted to call me on the phone and I was like yeah sure go for it and that we seems talked legitimate oh yeah for sure and we talked for probably two hours the first time like he was so intelligent like he was telling me all about his business but as I was listening to him talk like it sounded a little bit rehearsed like, everything he was saying was just very... It was too polished. It was, yeah. And, like, he asked me a lot of questions about me, which you have to be careful a little bit of. Like, you don't want to expose too much of yourself. Do you use your real name with these people, or do you go fake name, fake I screen name? I use my real name. You can do whatever you want. I just thought it would be too difficult to, like, respond to a different <laughs> to name. keep up all these identities. Remember what it even is. So, yeah, I use my real name, but I, I keep, like, what I do for a living under wraps like I give a general idea but I'm not very specific I just like protect myself a little bit but I like really liked him and he seemed like so genuine but like as he was talking about things you just have to look at it like with a critical eye I feel like and I was starting to be like hmm 
I just like don't know if this is for real. So we talked for like a couple days and he sent me a picture of his business card with like his address blacked out. And he was like, here, this will help you like prove who I am. And he owned like a consulting company and he was a CEO of it and he worked with like government. So all of this checked out? Like you? No, it didn't. He sent me that business card. And it didn't look Photoshop or anything, but the name of his consulting firm, I looked it up online and I couldn't find any information about it. I couldn't find his LinkedIn. And so I was already like, hmm. And he was like, oh yeah, none of that information's online because I work with government contracts. So like my company's not public. You're like, okay, this maybe checks out. Yeah, I was like, okay, maybe. And then of course we still continued talking and he sent me a picture of himself. And then he said that he lived on like this ranch in Texas. And so he sent me a picture of his house and a sunset. And then he sent me a picture of his dog. That seems like things that like a regular person would do, right? Like I have sent that sunset photo. Like, oh my God, look at this. I wish you were here. Like, look at my dog. Yep. And I was like, okay, yeah, like this checks out. Did you send him photos back? You know, like, oh, we're both looking at the sunset. No, I sent him a picture of, like, myself, but I didn't, like, send anything of, like, where I lived or what I was doing or anything. Okay. But I was like, you know what? I just, like, have this weird feeling about this situation. Like, things just are not really adding up. So I, like, sent the pictures to my computer, and I reversed image search the sunset photo of his house, and it immediately pulled up, which it pulled up this ranch. That did align with, like, because he said he bought this ranch in Texas near Austin. And all of that aligned. Like, this was a ranch near Austin, Texas. This was a photo from the ranch. Right. But it was the exact same sunset photo that was posted on the ranch's, like, page. And I looked at who owned it, and it wasn't that guy. It was owned by, like, this cute family. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, okay. Looking at a devil's advocate perspective, like, maybe he had bought in it but it was the same exact sunset photo and he had said that this was the sunset of tonight <laughs> okay so yeah. that's shady shady we don't believe you what about the right. dog photo and then he sent me a picture of the dog and he was like this dog is like sleeping or whatever she doesn't want to pay attention to me i don't know some stupid caption and i reverse image search the dog and it pulled up from a pinterest page dude yeah <laughs> yeah this guy is not the sharpest tool in the shed but it's scary because it's like he was so polished with everything else like we really connected like you talked to this guy for hours on the phone yeah hours like we really connected he seemed like super cool he gave me some like life advice and like talked about his career and stuff what a weird catfish and like the thing is I never confronted him about it because I didn't, like, he did know some information about me, so I don't want to piss him off and, like, have something happen. So Mm. after he sent me the picture of the dog picture, I just said, like, hmm, and he was, like, what? And I just never responded because I was, like, I'm kind of terrified. I, like, wanted to call him and call him out on it, but I was, like, I'm just going to take, like, a safer approach and just never talk to him again. Yeah. That was probably the smartest thing to do. Did you ever look his phone number up on, like, white pages to try to figure out, like, who is this fucking person I've been talking to for hours? Yeah, the weird thing is, like, he gave me a phone number that he said was, like, his, like, iCloud number that he used on, like, his, like, tablet and shit. And I was like, all right, whatever that, like, I guess kind of makes sense. And then he sent me a different number, and he was like, if you ever need to reach me, though, like, at any time, just call me on this number. And it was, like, a California number, but he said that he lived in Texas, but then on his profile said he was located in Boulder or Denver or something. And he said that he had different locations because for his job, like, he traveled a lot. 
Ugh, that's tough. That, it like yeah. almost makes sense. Like, right. okay, I guess that you, if you have multiple houses, right. like, you travel a lot. Okay, fine. But yeah. Weird. But just like there was still just something that I was like. And you hmm. never heard from him again? No. Huh. So he must know that, that it didn't work out. Because you were like, hmm. Yeah. And I think this was literally right after he sent me that dog picture. So I think he must have like known. But I still kind of wonder like what why did you do that like what actually was going on but what was the point too yeah exactly like, I have no idea did you guys have conversations about how you might fly he might like fly you out there or he might come up to Seattle to meet or yeah exactly we did he made like realistic plans with you yes what a weirdo yeah. oh yeah. my god he had to have known that that wasn't gonna work out right like well that's what makes me scared like well, I don't know, like, what if I did meet? And there's, like, one thing about, like, being protective of, like, your house and stuff and not sharing real pictures, but the fact that he was, like, oh, wish you were here, it was clearly a picture that he wanted me to believe was of his house tonight mm-hmm. and, like, of his dog, like. And the thing is, too, when he would talk to me about, like, his business, he would give me very specific details, like, oh, my travel agent, Christina, she's been with me for years. Like, it just seemed a little bit weird. So that's what I mean, like, you have to protect yourself when dealing with people because they could literally pretend to be anyone. It's almost like when someone gives you too many details, you know that like exactly. they're lying. Exactly. Like this and is that's, too rehearsed. That's the vibe I was getting. So I'm glad that I did my due diligence. I'm glad you um, blocked that experience out yeah. of But that's why I'm like, for way. younger girls, I'm like, you guys have to be careful. Like really be smart about it. That's why I think that so many people are like, oh my God, being a sugar baby would be so nice. Like you get all these cool stuff, but at the same time, you have to be careful. Yeah. Like what are your suggestions for verifying someone's identity? Obviously like the reverse image search yeah. worked for you this time, but like if they haven't sent you photos, like how you said you check LinkedIn, like how else do you, like what is your internet sleuthing process to figure out that like you're going to be safe? Yeah, definitely. Tell the people what yeah. we do. <laughs> I would say, like, first and foremost, just be fucking smart about it. Like, if <laughs> shit isn't making sense, like, remember that. Like, okay. I think a lot of people get way too caught up and like, oh, my God, I'm going to make a lot of money. Like, I'm going to have all these cool experiences. But you need to remember at the end of the day, like, put yourself first and, like, anyone could be telling you anything. Would you recommend them meeting a sugar daddy, like, probably in their town? Maybe, like, avoid, like, out of town, you know, people who say that they're going to fly you out or they're going to come to you? Definitely don't do any of that for sure. And the thing you have to keep in mind, too, is, like, if they're flying you somewhere, they're going to need your full name. So be very careful about giving that information out because they're going to need to buy you a ticket and they'll need your full name. Hmm. And probably your birthday or whatever. So just be very careful Especially about that. Especially if they're getting you like a hotel or something. They're going to need like They're going to need that. your information. Yeah. So I would say first and foremost, like you can use your real name, but be very careful about it. Don't use any pictures that you've used online. If they ask you like, what do you do for a living? Or like, where do you live? Like you can lie about that in the beginning or be very vague or say something like similar to your occupation. Just definitely, like, protect yourself, like, make up who your friends are, whatever that may be, until you start to trust them and, like, definitely utilize your gut feeling. Mm -hmm. And then just, like, fact check them. Like, when they say things to you, like, kind of remember them, look up their number, like, try and find them on LinkedIn. If they give you the name of their company, like, look that up um, and just, like, be be safe about it. Do you, like, let your friends know, like, hey, I'm going to dinner with this person we've never met before, like, here's the address? Or do you have, like, uh, find my friends app? Yeah, and, like, if you don't want to tell your friends you're being a sugar baby, like, just say that you're going on a date with this person and you're going to be here or whatever just so that they know where you are. 
That sounds like probably the safest thing to do. Or yeah. better yet, have your friends sitting in the corner at the same restaurant literally watching. Heard that on Call Her Daddy. It was a good idea. Yeah. Um, but okay, so would you ever play the role of sugar mama before we wrap this interview up? Now that you've seen like what it is to be a sugar baby, you know, you are financially independent on your own you've done very well for yourself um would you ever play the role of sugar mom in the future fuck no what why that is my money (laughs) (laughs) i'm not giving that to anyone i like no i definitely wouldn't and i feel feel like i mean i don't want to speak for sugar mamas because i i don't know much about that realm like that's obvious i know more about the other way but I feel like that would be a good situation if, like, you didn't have a husband or, like, maybe you weren't happy in your relationship and you're willing to, like, give your money up. But I feel like women can get guys and not have to pay for them. So why would I pay for that? (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. I feel like you have the social skills that, like, you would never need to pay for companionship. Yeah, no, definitely In the same manner in which you've been paid. Right. Because, like, when you're on the site, like, you're not going to anticipate finding your husband. Like, these guys are single usually for a reason. So, Mm -hmm. I feel like I would be fine. I don't need to do that. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm not knocking anyone who wants to be that or wants to try it out. I just know for myself, I would never. Now that you've seen, like, this sugar baby side, you would never host a sugar baby for yourself personally? No, absolutely not. Um, What's the best advice you've ever gotten? Uh, back to the professional like mentorship of like some of the sugar daddies that you've had like what's the uh some of the best information you've gotten from them like has it helped you in your career yeah I would say a lot of the advice I've gotten has been like more specific to my current situation but I think one advice that I got from one sugar daddy I think it was Bill I was talking about how I really wanted to get promoted at work and I was just looking for more general advice. And one thing that he told me was if you are trying to get promoted, like you're competing with a couple other people, like learn a tool that your work uses, like learn it really, really well. Like maybe it's not part of your day to day or part of like your job requirements to be like super proficient in the tool that you're using. But if you can like learn it to the best of your ability and be really proficient in it and like bring up new ways to use it, like do your own research, get certified in it, whatever it may be, um, that can help you like stand out. So that's not like, it's not general advice. It's be an expert at like a tool that you need. Exactly. That you use in your day to day that like they might not require you to be an expert in it, but if you can and you can like show them new ways to use that tool, that will be huge. That sounds like really good advice. I might try to implement that. Do you generally yeah. like, would you give your resume to a sugar daddy like for review? You know, like has anyone ever helped you? Like, yeah, I know when I got with an application first... or a job yeah. interview. Yeah, I know with um, my sugar daddy that worked at Amazon, like when I got my first job offer, I sent him the offer and I was like, does this look okay? Like, how do I negotiate? Um, One of my other sugar daddies, too, told me that you should always negotiate. Like, if you get a job offer and you're like, yeah, okay, that sounds good, like, they're going to be like, wait, she's not, like, fighting for it or, like, why wouldn't she negotiate? And most likely they're giving you a lower offer and they have more money to give. They always have more, don't they? Yeah, of course. So you want to try and go get that. I like that. It sounds like your sugar daddies are, like, helping you, like, break that glass ceiling, you know? And that's, like, another, like – thing that I wanted at the website like these guys are successful for a reason like they've made it in life they're financially free like they can afford a sugar baby so learn from them 
you know? Yeah, like, they seem like good, pe- good pieces of information or, or like a good, like like you said, a mentor to have. Right. Over like any other, you know, Joe Schmo off the street. Yeah. Do you have anything else to share about like seeking arrangement or being a sugar baby at large that you'd like to share? I would say like for anyone who wants to get into it, like do your research first, like learn a little bit more about what it is, like learn how to protect yourself. There's a, I know when I started like being on the site, there was a lot of blogs that you can read about it. So, and I learned like a lot of different experiences. Like one of the craziest things I've heard is it could still be going on. I mean, maybe not with COVID, but a couple years ago when I was looking into it, a lot of these girls were getting flown out to the Dubai and never returning. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, so just be careful. Like, a lot of girls will say if any sugar daddy wants to take you to Dubai or anywhere around there, like, don't go. I mean... So you you just have to be careful about it. I think girls, like, get caught up in the idea of it and stuff, but, like, just be safe So it sounds like a it. fairy tale. Like, what? You want to fly me to Dubai? Oh, my God. But, yeah, no, don't be another piece in the human trafficking story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I know even, like, one of my friends tried it, and they, like, text me, and they're like, hey, this guy, like, wants to give me $1,000 and wants my bank information. Like, should I do it? And I'm like, just be smart about it. Like, what guy would give you $1,000 for doing nothing? Like, use your common sense and don't get caught up in the idea of getting a lot of money. Like, be reasonable and put yourself in the guy's shoes and be like, would I give someone $1,000 before even meeting them? Like, probably not. Mm, Yeah. I mean, I can't say I have $1,000 to give someone I want to meet. So it's really hard to put myself there to imagine. But I hear what you're saying. (laughs) Right. Well, thank you so much for having this conversation with us, Karen. I feel like I learned a lot. Um, I might, you know, even try my hand at being a sugar baby um, because now I have all these suggestions for my profile and my photos. And um, fuck, I need some career advice. Maybe I'm going to do it. Yeah. Do you have any suggestions for screen name? Um, I would definitely use something like cute. Like like, devil baby or something? Yeah, probably not. Okay. (laughs) Devil baby 69. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, you just kind of want to remember that like you're competing with a lot of other sugar babies. I, if you make your profile too sexy, like have your tits out, maybe you're in a bikini, understand the type of response that that might elicit. The kind of guys that are going to be interested in me. And from a safety perspective, like, they might think that you're easy, that you only want sex, so they might be more, like, likely to take advantage of you. Like, you Mm. just want to be careful with that types of things. So keep your pictures, like, cute. They show a little bit about who you are. I want to see kind of wholesome, though. They're tasteful. Exactly. Yeah. And then for your username, like, just something, like, cute. Definitely don't use your real name. Don't use, like, any things that would, like, give you away. I mean, you can, I guess, use your birth year if you wanted my worst fear would be going on there and having someone like that I know like someone that I know but I don't know they're a sugar daddy like see my profile oh my god and I like someone from like church growing up or like some weird shit yeah no that'd be crazy especially like looking at the sugar daddies in your own town because obviously it'll say like what town they're located in Mm, okay and being from the Seattle area there's like a ton of different towns around here that it's you so yeah like seeing someone you might know i don't believe it's ever happened to me, but like it totally could. God, wouldn't that be the weirdest fucking thing? You're like, oh, hi. Like, I haven't seen my friend f- since kindergarten, but like her dad hit me up on yeah. seeking arrangement. I was going to say, shit. yeah, like if you met someone's <laughs> fucking dad. Can you 
met someone's grandpa you didn't even know it was them oh my god that oh my god that'd be insane <laughs> I'm sure it's happened before what an interesting experience it kind of reminds me of uh Elon Musk just recently his father who is like 72 just had a baby with his stepdaughter yeah did you hear weird. about that no that is weird. like sugar baby like next level like deluxe yeah. like 3.5 edition holy shit right yeah maybe we'll talk about that on another podcast but karen thank you so much for being here like i said we learned so much today and uh, maybe we'll have a follow-up episode like after you go on your next vacation with bill or something yeah yeah i'd be glad to have you here and thanks for having me yeah thanks for listening guys we'll be back next week <laughs>